0: Podcasts do episodes, well they do now, of Unusual Efforts, our effort pod. Uh, this is our inaugural episode, I'm going to stick with that now, and we've titled it Baby because it's the start of something new and beautiful. I am Sonia Missio, one of the co-founders of Unusual Efforts, and with me I have... I'm Kirsten Schlewitz, and I am also
1: a co-founder of Unusual Efforts.
2: Uh, and I'm Jesse Loesch and I am... Just, I don't know, lucky enough to be a contributor, an effortista.
0: Not
1: just that. (laughs) I mean, well.
0: Jesse keeps us all in line and on track and basically
2: functioning. All right, don't keep the bar that high. See what happens. We'll talk about Michaela. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, She
0: she keeps us on track in a different, scarier way.
2: (laughs) We all have, well, sort of defined roles.
0: All right. Well, for those of you who don't know us, we're going to do a quick introduction, um, mainly because I especially like talking about myself and I'm making the other two jump in on that as well. So as I mentioned before, I am Sonia. I'm the co-founder of Unusual Efforts. I have written, tweeted, talked, done a whole bunch of things for soccer over the last longer than I want to say, possibly closer to a decade now. Um I'm from Toronto, Ontario. I am a big TFC supporter, an even bigger Udinese supporter, and basically a masochist. I do back-end stuff for unusual efforts, and I kind of write where whoever wants to take me. So you'll see me around popping on the internet, usually tweeting things about Udinese, like I mentioned, and my bulldog, Frank.
1: And I'm Kirsten that's talking right now, a co-founder. Of unusual efforts like I said. I too have been in the soccer world for about a decade now. I started by founding a blog about Aston Villa and then I got a little bored with the Premier League, surprisingly before Villa went down, and moved to Serie A um, and a bit of Germany. My favorite teams are still Villa and of course Napoli that's pretty much what my entire Twitter feed is dedicated to at times. I'm part of the Sempre podcast, and uh, the most of my soccer stuff is now behind the scenes because I'm the editor-in-chief for the Efertistas.
2: Um, I kind of like what you said, Sonia, about masochism because I feel like that defines <laughs> my... Uh fandom um, and I'm a Brooklyn native so uh, I'm now a Red Bulls fan although I was you know Metro stars all along the way so um, I um, got the chance to write for you guys when I I think bravely tweeted at Kirsten after following along for a while um, but before that really it was just um, trying to be a woman in this um, pretty masculine culture, which I think we'll get to in a little bit.
0: Yeah, actually, that's kind of a nice segue into talking about our origin story, because kind of like you, Jesse, I also got the nerve to tweet Kirsten, and that's sort of how our friendship, relationship, um, everything, partnership began. <laughs> um,
1: oh, can we nervous. talk about my my article? Talk about my article.
0: Yeah, so Kirsten wrote an article about, I don't even remember which Lady Gaga song. I think Oh, that Romans. is not
2: what I was expecting. That, this, <laughs> oh. It was bad romance, totally it bad, bad romance.
0: romance. And my brother emailed it to me and my father. It was about Alexi Sanchez, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, He, my brother emailed it to me and my father, and basically, as, as we usually do, we often email articles that we thought the others would find interesting. But basically this entire email chain just turned out to be why I wasn't as good as Kirsten and why couldn't she be her or their sister slash (laughs) daughter? And where was I going in my life? And then at one point my dad just started listing people that he liked better than me. (laughs) So um, Kirsten has become an honorary missio whether she likes it or not, just because my brother and father just prefer her to me. That's i think amazing. also my mother prefers her <laughs> as well uh we were staying in manchester and my mom asked if kirsten was going to be there and i said yes and she's like oh okay i'll book you guys a hotel
2: like what <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, yeah. Kirsten I just want to let you know my mom has never met you but when she found out that I was podcasting with you guys tonight she told me to say hi and ask how you're doing so apparently everybody's mom has now fallen in love with and yeah. adopted you and loves you better than their own daughter. so just putting that out there
0: um, so wait there's so there's a side, a um, neutral effort
2: support group about this by the way <laughs> oh <laughs> I want it <laughs> <were or> <laughs> the know. moms <laughs> of
1: Fertistas
2: mom Fertistas. Um, so after this article got shared about, you didn't immediately write to Kirsten and say, damn you, you broke my family. Did you write to her? How did this, how did this come to be?
0: (laughs) She was like on this pedestal of like greatness. And for the life of me, if, um, shout out to our audience, if you guys know how to look up tweets, like specifically search tweets, if I can find my first tweet to Kirsten, um, I would love that and would pay good money to see what it was. Cause I'm sure it was embarrassing and grammatically incorrect and spelled wrong.
2: This is going to be homework for everybody to just to find every yep. single Efratista's does, um, sort of inaugural t- tweet to Kirsten. Cause I know that mine at least took two tries to do. I, I definitely deleted my first one. I'm not scary everyone. I am yes. not scary. Um, it's just, you know, your reputation precedes you. So you tweeted to Kirsten mm-hmm. and then what happened? Um, I don't know, actually. I think, yeah.
1: It was Uh, a, uh, it took a long, I mean, obviously we were friends far before we decided to found this unusual efforts. Um, because that was, what? Well, Alexi was at Udinese, so it was ages and ages ago. Uh,
0: 2011, Uh, 2012? Yeah. Yeah, 2012. Jesus. That was our last great girl (laughs)
1: back when Udinese were decent
0: but I think just from there we just I mean at the time too again not to date myself but Twitter was a very different space back then um not saying that there is a lot more now but there was even fewer women soccer writers soccer tweeters soccer enthusiasts Um, Also, there's a lot of Aston Villa fans in Toronto for some reason, and they all do Kirsten that way. So she just kept popping up in my feed, like, talking about English soccer, and I was just like, what the hell? But I've gotten used to it since then, and yeah. And Um, I
1: barely do it anymore, so.
0: Thank God. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, I don't actually hate English soccer as much as I let on. I just don't know anything about it. Don't jump ahead. That'll change in a second. don't want that. Yeah. Um, Back to the origin story. I'm just keeping everyone on track. So um, basically we were complaining one night that we didn't... So, okay, let me back up a little bit. For those of you guys who don't know how unusual efforts came to be, this is sort of like our origin story, our our point of creation. And it came literally, I think, jump in if I'm telling the story wrong, but we were just fed up about how people didn't have mentorships. There was no... um, representation for women we saw a bunch of shitty things happen on twitter to other female um writers and just people in our space and we felt like we could build some sort of collaborative community and we hemmed and hawed this was something that we could do and i told kirsten we could do it and then i made her do it and then we did it (laughs) and we're still talking to each other
1: I think that more or less was what happened. We probably jumped in a little too quick, just deciding, oh yeah, we have this idea. We can do it. Yeah. Um, especially since we decided to also make a magazine at the same time. That was a little silly of us. Um, those of you who did our Indiegogo know that we have had some troubles with that magazine. Um, but so far it's been a joy and it's really great to, um, see what's coming out of it I think there's one thing I want to mention when we did this at the start we said we wanted there to be a place for women who write or talk or create about soccer to come together and have their work shown but since that time we've really learned a lot more and are still learning about gender identity so we are not just a place for women we are for anyone who doesn't identify as a man and I think it's really important to say that and to also acknowledge that we are still learning about those things and we're trying and we want to make this as inclusive of a space as it can possibly
2: be yeah I think that's definitely yeah sorry Sonia No, no go ahead um I just think that's what one of the the things that um I've been so blown away by is not only how honest everybody is about um sort of where they are on their on their path but how open everybody is to like educating others so you don't have to be afraid to ask questions uh, either about football but also about um intersectionality and inclusivity and it's just this like lovely space where um everybody is very honest and open and compassionate and empathetic about um really everything, but um it has been a journey for me as well and it's helped me not only in in like my footballing universe and life and space, but it's helped me like in the way that I've taught and in um the way that I've like, you know, um advocated. So it's really brought a lot, I think, to to all of us.
1: Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. it's
2: been great. I, I think too with
0: changing landscapes. I mean, especially North American and whatnot, we, it's kind of a nice, it's kind of nice to find sort of solitude with people that you can ask questions that sometimes you might be a little scared or you're not sure how to phrase that. And I know I've learned so much, again, beyond soccer and everything. So it's, it's been a really nice space and a really nice place. And also I have met really cool people, so.
2: Yeah. Now, have you guys met in real life? Yeah. Yes. So how'd I met you at pick a bar in a hotel? You... of course you met at a bar, you great human. <laughs> hey, she was drinking coffee. Well weren't sometimes you? Sometimes the best coffee comes at bars, and I mean, when we get to talking about Serie a, I'll tell you about this great bartender who made me coffee at seven o'clock in the morning. Whatever. Um can you guys tell us about the name? Why you didn't name it like Frank's footballing freaks flag? I don't know.
0: That Help. was vetoed. Uh, that was actually the first option.
1: <laughs> I think she did actually try to say it needs to something about Frank.
0: Does it should that be. exist even then? <laughs> actually, no. <laughs> back are we going? Um, yeah. No. This this was all Kirsten, so I cannot claim any credit on this whatsoever. Uh,
1: I found the quote actually. It's from Claire Booth Luce or Luce. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce that. And the quote is. Because I am a woman, I must make unusual efforts to succeed. If I fail, no one will say, she doesn't have what it takes. They will say, women don't have what it takes. And I think both Sonya and I kind of experienced that in our soccer world, um, either whether it was us personally or seeing that happen to someone else. And we still see it happen with announcers you know they make a mistake and it's or even they don't make a mistake and men are just their voices are too high right? women don't know football blah 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 and it one mistake and it's put on the entire gender and now obviously of course it's put on multiple genders but originally yes that's where the quote came from where the it name came from
2: one of my favorite quotes of all time. I remember using it at a college literature class. Do you know and,
1: how to say her name?
2: Her name is Claire Booth Luce, and she wrote a great play called The Women. Um, and it's anytime I tell anybody where the name of Unusual Efforts comes from, it gets a great response.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, I do have one more thing on that. Um, I was supposed to write about this, but I never did. Effortista. It's not meant to be feminizing, and I want to point that out Men can be effortistas, not, they can't create for us, sorry men, but you can (laughs) call yourself one. Uh, Any gender can be an effortista, and we don't want to make it sound like we're trying to put feminism, or not feminism, trying to put a feminine spin on it. It just comes because Sonia and I are both Italian football fans, and everyone calls themselves an ista, whether you're a man or a woman, and so it just naturally came up that way, so if you're curious about that, that's the story. Be open to it. It's all cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think on that note too, um, let's just jump into the pod and start talking about things that we have set up for you guys. So to kind of give you an overview structure, we're going to talk about a couple leagues things. We have a few um, questions that came from our, I guess, non-existent audience right now, but our Twitter audience. Um, so we are very happy to accept any questions that you have after listening to this. The one thing that I will say, because as you were talking about, you know, like one woman says something and then the entire gender and everything in between gets blamed for that. I do say soccer. I'm sorry. I was born and raised in Toronto. I'm going to say soccer. It doesn't make me less of a fan. It doesn't make me anything more than North America. My dad is born and bred in Italy. He says soccer. So get over it. That's and good. I also
2: say Toronto, which is Toronto. Gr- amazing. What Toronto. Uh-oh. It's all the Toronto. Canadianisms that I'm going to, like, yeah. collect. about. <laughs> just
0: and keep both. getting more and
2: self-conscious both. as we go. Yeah. Um, thanks for that, guys. Uh,
0: so no speaking problem. of which, uh, let's move right into English Sacker, if you will. And Jesse, please take it away.
2: Okay. So I don't know if anybody has um, just cottoned on to this from Sonia and Kirsten's Twitter feeds, but they are not the the biggest fans of the EPL, although Kirsten, Aston Villa, like, what happened?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, have you not noticed Aston Villa are not in the Premier League anymore? Well, but... West Ham I- are not Aston Villa. Just because they have the same colors. <sighs> they're not there.
0: But... Also, I just want to say the one Aston Villa game that I watched was with Kirsten in a Birdman
2: Manchester.
0: I just want to point that out too, so that is my only connection
2: as well. Okay, so... Here's the here's the task that I was given, which was to like convince my fearless leaders, my 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 brave um founders to care just a smidge. So I typed this up. Um which is to <laughs> say speakers, speakers, speakers. I know <laughs> like We're all in here right now, okay I nearly spat out her drink. I just <laughs> can say that. <laughs> all right so listen here's the thing everyone realizes that Manchester City have already won the title it doesn't matter watch multiple leagues I I really do watch a little bit of Serie A, and I watch La liga and I even just like flagellate myself and watch Uruguayan soccer and I watch the MLS. But unlike almost everything else, you really don't know who will win. It's kind of a battle for the top, although Man City have won the league. But it's like a truly interesting, fascinating relegation battle every single year. And here's another thing, people. This year, Brexit. Yes, we're getting political already. Clock it like 23 minutes in, and we've already brought up That Brexit. took a while. Amazing, actually. right? I know. So Brexit kind of makes it more interesting because Pochettino said that it's part of the reason that my beloved Spurs did not sign any players during the transfer window. And for real, like no one really knows how it will or will not affect non-English players with visas or transfer fees or I it's even more racism than usual who knows and here's the kicker Sonia and Kirsten if one thing will get you I believe I really believe this, this will get you for those of you who cannot see is making eyebrows at me right now because I <laughs> feel like I have her this is year three of Jose Mourinho at Manchester United this is when you get to see the inevitable year three meltdown and I just have this feeling that it is going to be Epic! For no other reason, don't you want to see that?
0: No, because when he does his <laughs> meltdown, he starts wearing sweater vests a lot.
2: Uh, uh, Amazing, one hundred percent. He breaks out the sweater vest, and you're just like, "What? What? What happened?" He sort of turns into this like raging. It's like you know what it is. It's like the hide to Mister Rogers Jekyll.
1: That's <laughs> but wouldn't the sweater? What did the sweater vest
2: be with Mr. Rogers? Yes. Did I do the Jekyll and Hyde thing wrong? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I did. I I, I messed up the analogy. But I just think that that is going to be so good. Did I do it? Did I get a little... Peak the okay. interest a little bit. Well, but here's I'm gonna, the I'm question. My
0: Canadian content. We don't have Mr. Rogers. We have Mr. Dress Up, but continue. Does
1: he, does he wear sweater vests, cardigans, oh, like
0: anything? Track, so, like, he had different costumes and stuff. and like, But it's the same oh. thing. It was uh, like puppets and whatnot. But anyway, wait, wait. Okay, no Tickle no, truck?
2: That'll be a whole other pod. Yeah. yeah that's a whole other pod. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Um,
1: okay. So, here was my question, though. Okay. He's already close to a meltdown after today. So, <gasps> can he wear sweater vests already? Because it's still a little warm. I
2: mean, listen oh my God, can Imagine he... if he did the sweater vest With the, the t-shirt underneath it Instead of the long sleeves oh. he can't. You never know What a year three Mourinho is going to bring That's
0: the thing <laughs> It's going to be great It's going to be so good You know what, I, Jesse? I'll give you this Because um, as Everybody in the world knows I am a diehard Chelsea fan no, um, Okay, we're going to get there in a sec too <laughs> <laughs> stop jumping became, ahead um okay okay no hold on hold on and I'm, I'm, this is Mourinho based hold on all right so the reason why I became a Chelsea fan originally also weirdly enough to do with puppets is because there was a Jose Mourinho puppet on a show called I'm on Satanta Sport am I dating myself here there's gonna be like three listeners who know what I'm talking about <laughs> so honestly I will send you a picture of this afterwards um Please. the show I'm on Satanta Sport then turned into special one tv and it was a puppet of him, uh, Jose Mourinho, the special one, uh, Wayne Rooney, and sven Goren Erickson. Oh, okay. The, the, okay, now I'm really, like, now you understand the date of this. <laughs> yes. And I literally became a Chelsea fan based on a puppet
2: talking. No. To me. All right, I can make you a better pu- – I'll make you a puppet of, of I thought you were going to say I can make you a better else. person. <laughs> no. I'll make you a better, better puppet. Get me a sock and I'll make you like a, a, a Pochettino puppet. I mean, listen. You just compared
1: your manager to a sock.
2: Well, he is Argentini. Oh, God, that's terrible. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um. I mean, it'll be like an all-cotton sock. It'll be a good sock. Not one of those, like, save polyester ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> won't shrink them a lot. But if you're going to – I won't even try to convince you to like Spurs, although I could by sending you many pictures of Toby Alton Oh,
1: there it is. But it was coming. You knew it was coming. Come on.
0: But um, Also I'm surprised We haven't like Decided on a drinking game On this yet I, we're, we're How we're many ready. times
1: She says Topi
0: Yeah Cheers so oh, what? We- Cheers Everybody go Go Clink
2: Drink at home too friends Good job I'll say it again and Unless Sunday, you're
1: driving Don't drunker. drink mm-hmm. if you're
2: go driving Don't drink and drive
0: Yeah we, we do not No that, No that listen That's not That we're for
2: If anybody's listening to us In the car Hello And we hope you have a water bottle Because hydration is important Thank you for listening Anyway What's our first ad break. <laughs> um, listen, you saw the Brighton match today. Brighton, about whom I got to write a great article for you guys, is amazing. They have an adorable coach. They have two players from Israel who are best, best, best friends. One is Muslim and one is Jewish, and they're adorable, and they have adorable social media accounts together where they put their, their two little babies in each other's jerseys. Come Aww. on. Oh. <laughs> I know, and they also just signed um, Reza Bakash from Iran. So like Gucci,
1: there's that's your- Gucci, right?
2: Yes, that's Gucci. So there's your beautiful um, Banana Republic right there. Plus, their last names are the funniest mix of adjectives and nouns. They have players named Gross and Dun- No, I'm telling you, Gross Dunk um, Knockhart. It's just funny. They're like funny and adorable, and they have a 35 year old player. They're just great, and Everybody they beat United. Better. And they beat United. I'm, um, I can, I can go for this. Okay, okay, you're a seagull now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have,
0: I have actually seen Brighton play live, so I, I, I have the scarf. I'm, I'm okay here. I'm also gonna agree to every single team in this conversation because I'm easily convinced of anything. <laughs> um, but no, this is winning me over so far.
1: Wait, Wait did do you agree in- to? You- Did you agree to Manchester United earlier?
0: Oh, no. I mean, I live with a United fan, so sort of, like, by default, the house is kind of like that. Um, I didn't realize this at the beginning of our relationship, but let's have a real talk here. If you date somebody who says that they're from London, you kind of have a, like, sense going in of where their alliances lie. I mean, maybe you're hoping that, like, maybe he really likes Reading because that's where he's born. And then you find out, like two months into the relationship that he's a United fan and you're like, what am I supposed to do with this information? This changes things. And then you just sort of plot along and don't bring it up and, you know, hope for the best. So that, that's the relationship advice of the day. Hope for the best.
2: My ex-boyfriend was an Arsenal fan. There were some issues. See, if he had been an Arsenal fan now, we could have bonded over Lucas Torreira, and it would have been great that he was an Arsenal fan like five years ago. That's fine. Whatever. Can we have like listeners write in with their relationship Advice?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) I I actually think I did an article one time about um, I feel like I'm starting to say a boot. Don't say
0: that.
1: (laughs) 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 I think I I I did write I, I mean, my ex is a Chelsea fan and I wrote about the tendency of women to change teams i believe for a man and how it's okay you can survive the relationship i don't it was ages and ages ago but the point is women come on you don't need to change your team for a yeah. man
0: i've actually had an ex-boyfriend write about what it's like dating a newtonese fan so it goes <laughs> and some things you
2: just have to accept <laughs> yeah keep your team Change your man, no, that's tar- No, see you guys, talk to me about Syria before I say worse things. Wait, <laughs> um, hate to break wait. This to I you. think we have. I think we have a question. <laughs> we do. Um, t- t- t-
0: sorry, we're, oh, Michaela has asked a question.
1: Um, should we? Should we say who Michaela is? Because we, we talked about Michaela. her earlier.
2: Yeah, yeah, she's the best. So
1: Michaela is basically our social media goddess, and she's also. You know, Sonia and I founded this place, but let's let's be real here. She's our boss, and she will tell tell us to it straight. And she keeps us in line more than even Jesse does. And so, if she tells us she has a question or what she wants us to do on this pod,
2: we will listen. And that's what we're doing now. Let's yeah. do it. Oh, let's see, Michaela wrote. Oh. <laughs> Tell us about, oh no, oh fine, only for Michaela. (laughs) Michaela, this is only for you. Hey guys, tell us about your newfound Chelsea fandom.
1: And that would be for me. Uh, I can't officially be a Chelsea fan because someday Villa are going to get back in the league and that would create a problem. I don't know how people do that. There are a lot of people who love a lower league team and a premier league team. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. As most people listening may or may not know, my Napoli coach Maurizio Sarri went to Chelsea, and that's okay. I'm I've come to terms with it. And he brought Jorginho with him, and Jorginho is a lovely, lovely man who loves to play with his doggies, and has what doesn't isn't he the one who has dogs on his? And in addition to that, he's an excellent passer and director of the midfield. And if he'd been in Italy's squad, Italy would have made it into the World Cup. So, because of Jorginho, and because Chelsea will now
2: be playing Jorginho ball,
1: <laughs> I will be playing
2: paying attention to Chelsea. Okay, I can get behind paying attention to Chelsea. That's fine.
1: I mean, I will put a little rooting into it, but it's not like I'm going to don my Milan-Blaukovic-Chelsea kit or anything
2: for this. Okay. Like, I'm now paying attention to Arsenal for Lucas Toreira, but, you know, I'm not out there, like, cheering or, like, you know, learning how how to spell Unai. How do you spell Unai? Oh, it's U N A I. I already know. Damn, that was oh. a terrible one to pick. I know. Fine. Well, I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> but thank you, Michaela, for that question. That's a good one.
1: Wait, I thought Son- Sonia had to tell us about her. Do you have anything else to add about your why you're a Chelsea fan? Kind of.
0: Um. Other than the puppet spoiler that <laughs> I uh, said earlier on, um. No, it was honestly. I don't know how to word this the best way possible so I'm just gonna say it but when I was in university was when I became a Chelsea fan in my undergrad it was literally the only team that you could see on TV and so I kind of became a Chelsea fan by default because it was the only game that you could really watch it was the only game that like people on campus would stream that I could kind of like look behind their computers type thing I really like Joe Cole. I I will admit that I have a Joe Cole Chelsea jersey um, <laughs> that I purposely went out and bought for some reason. Oh wow! Yeah.
1: See, yep. my my Chelsea jersey was free at least.
0: Nope. I not only bought the jersey, but then I bought the lettering to have him put onto the jersey. Wow. Um, so shout out Joe Cole. <laughs> Yeah, and so that kind of became why I became a Chelsea fan. But over the recent years, um, as I'm sure a few people know from my insistent tweeting about this, um, Urnese is owned by the Pozzo family, and Pozzo Jr., Gio Pozzo, uh recently took over Watford, which is also best known for Elton John once owning them, and they now have a stand named after Elton John. So I've been following Watford um, just sort of to kind of see what's up and, like, my one little Italian connection into England, which I guess is sort of, like, what we all have, like that one little, like, gateway drug into the EPL. <laughs> so that's sort of what I've been watching. And funny enough, I will be on in England um, over Christmas, and Chelsea plays Watford on Boxing Day. And I'm trying – here's my shout-out to our audience. If anyone knows how I can buy – Watford Chelsea tickets please wait at me email me yes is
1: it Chelsea at Watford it sounded like yes. okay I. Yeah. it sounded like you said it the other way the first
0: time no 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 sorry sorry uh is playing at Watford Um, I have obviously already emailed the club and they said that they will not sell these tickets to international fans. And I wrote back correcting them that I was not a Watford fan, but I was an Udinese fan. True story. Uh, I've not received a reply to that email yet. Um, so yeah, uh, that's my plea to our audience to get me to see my two favorite teams in the world, Watford and Chelsea.
2: That was a really good plea. Thank you. I think you should also write to Elton John. Yes. Don't think
0: I haven't tried that already.
2: Okay, good. I'm just good. Good job. My husband's
0: Canadian, you know? We
2: have that (laughs) connection. Michaela, I appreciate this question even more for the responses that it brought. That was great.
0: Let's move forward to a real league. Okay. Sorry. Um, But let's go over some Syria, and I think despite everything that is going on we kind of have to talk about the elephant in the room is that i don't think that's the right phrase for this but the thing that everybody's talking about and i think now we can speak to it a little bit more now that the season has started this weekend are you
1: talking about the waxed mannequin
2: in the room is that an elephant that always takes his shirt off has yet to pay his taxes and is
0: a rapist
2: yes thank you maybe Hmm. elephant just sounded nicer (laughs) yeah because elephants are better Actually yeah, we're not protection.
1: I don't think elephants rape people, but you know dolphins do. So maybe they do.
2: Oh, did you have to?
1: Yeah, I kind of had to.
0: Damn it. <laughs> we're gonna fix all of this in post, I assume. <laughs> um, so anyway, so Cristiano Ronaldo has joined Juventus, and what does that mean for Sierra and Italian soccer fans around the world?
1: That was beautiful. It's make it a lot
2: harder to convince me to watch it.
1: Oh, so we have a more uphill task now. Yeah. Well, I'll say, I don't know, Sonia, did you watch much serial this weekend?
0: Um, little side note, any Canadians also watching know that how difficult it is to watch Italian soccer. The last time you were able to easily watch it was in 2011-2012 when the score had high definition Italian soccer. It's the first time in my life that I've seen high definition of design soccer and the last time because Rye International only shows standard definition and that is going to be an entire pod on in itself. But um, yeah, I saw a few snippets. I watched the highlights. I followed along in a salon chair of things that were happening. So um, but necessary. a lot of commentary. Did you hear a lot of the commentary?
1: No, I did not. So please fill me in. Okay. So first of all, here in the US where I am for another month, the, because of Cristiano we now have A on ESPN plus and also occasionally on on ESPN station which wonderful you pay 499 a month and you can watch most games and it's high definition and the stream is beautiful although for some reason even though we're both in the Anyway, that's the only issue that's been noticed so far. But they have the world feed. They have the world feed on their online streaming games. And the world feed is awful. It's just, it's it's a total mess. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what Syria Awe is like. And pretty much every introduction to anything was having to do with Ronaldo. Look at the Ronaldo shirts coming into the Kiev Stadium and look at how Ronaldo really wants his goal and blah, 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 Ronaldo, blah, 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 Ronaldo. What did they
0: say when he didn't get his goal?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure they said, well, that's the whistle and no goal for Cristiano Ronaldo. It was it was something like that.
0: This sounds like when, like, sports radio shows or sports podcasts, sports in general, try to talk about, like, the world or the Euro Cup here, where, like, they choose a name that not only they recognize, but they can easily pronounce, and then the entire tournament is centered around them, and when that team goes out, they're just, like, complete panicking. Like, they're just, like...
1: It's like... It's like Fox here does with Pulisic in Germany. It's everything. Dortmund won't be playing, and they'll be talking about Pulisic. So, yes... I watched more Serie A games, and yes, Ronaldo was brought up in all of them. Just because, I mean, on the one hand, it's annoying as heck, and we've already told you why we don't like Ronaldo very much, except for Sonia, but we're going to edit that out, her liking of Ronaldo. Um, But on the other hand, if Ronaldo didn't come to Serie A, we wouldn't have this package, we wouldn't be able to see Serie A, on ESPN here in the US, we would still be. It was. Yeah. Maybe one game a week and it wouldn't start it on time because, like, Barcelona would be playing whatever team was 18th in the Spanish league at the time. So they'd have to wait for that game to finish. And, then and they would it only on.
2: show Juve. That was my problem last year, was that, you know, you could only get one match and. For better or for worse, like, it was Juve versus whoever, sometimes. Yeah. Well, today they...
1: The ESPN showed its first actual on-the-screen, not on-the-streaming platform game, and it was um, Roma against... Oh, oh, God, somebody help me here. I watched this game. It was... <laughs> I watched this
0: game. I'm so I'm gonna go to
2: your own now. I'm gonna go to your own Twitter account right now. Hold on.
0: I was playing volleyball well during this game. And by playing I mean doing it.
1: Oh, Torino. It was Torino, obviously, because I was like, Oh maybe they'll show Adam on the bench. Anyway. Um so they they had the Calcio guy um commentating with somebody else. Somebody else was competent enough, but the calcio guy Actually knows Syria knows you know the context of everything. He wouldn't have said something ridiculous about a goal scel- celebration like they did on the international feed yesterday. It was such a joy. I didn't realize how much the commentary on yesterday's games was affecting me until I heard mm. a decent commentary. So please, somehow world feed operators who are listening get better serial announcers thank you
0: it's no but like honestly it's true um just like this is such a throwaway example but it really hit home for me of like understanding how you culturally watch different soccer leagues or games or clubs i was on the cbc talking about diving over the summer during the world cup and my like the two people on it was me and another guy and he just happened to be Friulano. he happened to be from Friuli, and like we didn't realize this until we came on and it was kind of obvious that the um the host of the show uh was kind of leading us to be like diving is bad diving should be illegal and we're just like what no it, it's part of the pageantry it's it's part of the production and we were like spending like 10 minutes trying to convince him that like yes yeah, some diving is bad obviously some of it is a bit like too much over the top but for the most part like I find myself yelling at people, why didn't you dive?" rather than, why did you dive?" And so I think there is that sort of point of context. Like, I grew up watching, like I mentioned, this shitty, like, SD, Standard Definition, RAI, International Stream, and like, even though my Italian is very, very limited, you can tell the difference between Italian announcers and then North American announcers who are great announcers maybe but not great Italian announcers because the context is a little bit different the culture surrounding the game is a little bit different the way the game is played is a little bit different and Serie A is not played the same as the premiership it's just not you cannot compare the two it's the same sport yeah but it's not the same game by any means
2: yeah I I mean some of you guys I know Sonia you do but watch MLS and I think Mm -hmm. it's you know it's it's new enough that it really is still an evolving sport and it is really different and i have to say like i we only get um shet messing and um either i think it's steve kendelsey or jp De La camera and look shet messing has a history here in in the metro area with the league but that doesn't necessarily make him a great Commentator or announcer. And it is really frustrating debating every week whether I want to suffer through watching the game on mute, which is not it's ideal. It's not the same. It's not, it's not same. that right. Or suffering through him saying, I mean, it's a joke now in my household, but listening to him say, like, you know, JP, if you're the Red Bull, what you really need to do here is score another goal, which, like, re- dude, no, but, really? Re- is that uh- the point? <sighs> and as you guys said, bringing up... It, Pulisic had never played here. Please do not bring him up every week. Just please don't. It's... wait. Why, another do they, thing. why do they even mention? And he's American. He's American. And oh. it's getting a little bit racist, and it's getting a little bit silly, and it's getting a lot bit old, and it's taking the enjoyment out of watching the team that I've watched since I'm 10 years old. Um, but I think part of that is not looking outside the box as um leagues do with male coaches and leagues do with male announcers and part of it is giving teams benefits of the doubt to men and not giving any to women which we all saw during the world cup
0: oh for sure and just on the mls because i think it's the mls point that you were making not the
2: mls yeah let's make it clear we don't
1: think it's the mls we're all mls fans <laughs>
0: <laughs> i want to say canada overall because we only have like three mls teams so i believe that luke wildman and stephen caldwell do a commentary for all three teams um i could be wrong so i apologize if i am but honestly and i'm not just saying this they are fantastic and the second that i have to watch no offense an american stream i'm just like i don't know how lucky we are in canada that we have two competent people that a have great chemistry together B, have great commentary together. Like, it's not that sort of stereotypical commentator-color commentator. Like, you can divide them that way, but it's just two people talking about the game that they love in a way that they don't dumb it down for the audience, and in a way that they don't necessarily pick sides. Like, Stephen Caldwell is a former Toronto FC captain, so you would think he would be more uh, pro-TFC. But there are times that, like, you can see him getting frustrated with the team, because he's just like, I want to see a good game being played, rather than... Seeing Toronto FC play a great game. So uh, yeah, I, I, just realizing now how, how lucky we are to have great commentators, but how a bad commentator really does ruin a game for people. And I'm kind of upset that I wasn't able to witness terrible Serie A commentating on ESPN because we don't have it. But I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like I think it would be a great social experiment to see what it would be like. Because a lot of the times, and this is a habit I've picked up from my dad, I will mute commentary if I don't like it. And well, I will
1: see, the thing know. is, I, I wanted, yes, I mute the commentary all the time, too, unless I want to rant about it on Twitter. But the thing is, um, this weekend, all three games that I watched um, had a call. And I had to put it back on because you have no idea what's – because first it's just loud and then it's the goal line technology, and then they go to the VAR, and then the referee decides. And you, you got nothing unless you turn on, like, the closed captions or whatever or try to sort it out from Twitter where nobody is, you know, neutral. So. And you also
2: want, like, the ambiance of the match. Like, I want to hear the noise of the stadium. So yeah. watching totally silently – isn't ideal either
0: so if you do find like i know reddit has streams like this but it's just there's no commentary but it's just the sounds of the stadium like not like as in like a a meditation stadium, <laughs> of the stadium but, like, but awesome. like
2: we should do that Yes,
0: just <laughs> us screaming for 20 minutes or 20 minutes 90 minutes um but yeah and it's and it's really interesting because you hear the reaction in real time and then the whistle and so it's just like you kind of have to for yourself of what is going on because right. it's something that you may not see because you're looking at somewhere else on the screen, whereas normally commentaries point to you of like who's passing to, so that's what you're looking at, but really there's this whole other act going on in the other half of the field. Yeah,
1: yeah that's great. an excellent point. Yeah. It's it's good to watch them without commentary sometimes because then you can decide for yourself rather than have it be fed to you by someone who maybe also is clueless but has to be paid to you know,
0: pretend they're not clueless. Um, So speaking about clueless, let's continue along with our Syria talk. Um, Just for time's sake. And we do have a few questions that we really want to get to because there's been some really great questions put to us. But in 30 seconds or less, let us convince Jessie to watch Syria and a team for her to choose. Okay. Oh, no. Well, this is not fair because
1: my convincing is... Alexander Kolarov, but I don't want her to be a Roma fan because everyone's a Roma fan. And come on, we need diversity.
0: Roma does have great jerseys, though.
1: They have great jerseys, but they continuously have great jerseys. We need something like it's. We need some diversity. Roma has become so part of the America culture because they're so great at. Mm, I can't have anything that's everything. culturally yeah.
2: American right now. I will tell so you, you see that though, the love yes, of my that's life. Why. Yeah. Martin Cáceres is a Lazio fan, but I will not be a Lazio fan. No, 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 Mm. no, no, no. I mean, fan, what? Player, wrong. I mean,
1: he's probably a Lazio fan right now, but Mm. he is a player, and you can't be a Lazio fan. I cannot be a Lazio fan. Why don't you tell us why right now you can't be a Lazio fan?
2: (laughs) Well, you guys, I don't know if you know this, but at the Lazio Stadium, there is a sacred space, and in that sacred space... Only men can be. If a woman enters that sacred space, it is no longer sacred. By the way, uh, I should mention that I think that sacred space is an amazing euphemism for whatever uh, you're thinking. So yes, I will now be calling anything I want a sacred space. Um, Kirsten, how did the Lazio... I forget owner or social media, something respond to these Lazio men who said that women could not enter their sacred space.
1: Oh, it was, it
2: was Was a, it with an appropriate <laughs> fuck you enter our sacred space at will.
1: No, no. The Lazio spokesman, the owner who is crazy. All serial owners are crazy, but he's even more crazy than most. The spokesman probably taking direction from his crazy owner did not say, you know, fuck off women can go wherever they just said perhaps we should be more politically
0: correct about these things mm. what doesn't... emojis did he use with this tweet surprisingly
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? they were emojis because serial teams love their emojis
2: what's a good sacred space emoji though the peach <laughs> <laughs> you really came up with that answer
0: fast <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we may have a new unusual efforts mascot. Just saying.
2: The peach. Anyway, this is my new voice for Lazio and their sacred space.
1: It's very calming. You can do it. a uh, you can do a meditation CD with that.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Well, Along I can with tell the sounds them, of soccer stadiums. Well, yes. I'll tell them to take their sacred space and shove it. Excellent.
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay, Sonia, you tell her what teams she should like while I think about what teams she could like. Okay.
0: While I'm stalling for time to come up with a team, I'd also (laughs) like to say that a lot of Serie A teams also have um, discounted women's tickets. Oh. So I am lucky enough that whenever I go to Italy and go to games, I can buy a cheaper ticket than my male counterpart because I identify myself as a woman.
2: But why do they do that?
0: They I want to bring in more women. women in the stadium. Yeah, it's an incentive. Okay. I think right. they also
1: think that it'll help the men behave a little better.
0: Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, because the last Italian soccer stadium that I went into, uh, I definitely helped that out, but i uh, yeah, for another time. The,
2: the women uh, fun fact, are rowdy. Are and
0: let's, let's just yeah. go with that.
2: Good, I like that. Um,
0: uh, yeah, so who knew that Alters would be the social status that we want to put
2: our bar up to. Well, I did um, used to watch Napoli a lot when Cavani was there. And he's not and back. Read. I know, okay. I know. Why must you do this, Jessie?
1: Why do you make me cry? I'm sorry,
2: I just, and he's still injured and I'm really sad, so I, do I want to be a Napoli fan again?
1: Yes. Absolutely. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 dancer,
0: no. Dancer. Okay. Um, well, you go. can't say Udinese. Oh, God, I would never wish that on anyone. <laughs> There wasn't even an option. Um, I'm always,
1: I'm, I'm always trying to get people for Ceswolo. That's my. Oh,
0: that's funny because I was going to say Sampdoria But no,
1: no, no, you know, no, 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 no,
0: no, no. Why? No, they... Santorria is a team that like you can actually invest in, and they may actually do well. But then they may also no, they're well.
1: going to do really poorly this season. Don't, I do don't, like don't. an underdog. Well, yeah, but Ceswolo, like Sassuolo... no Ceswolo, are a better underdog. Seville or Torino, maybe or. Ooh, ter- uh, I, I
0: could go with Torino. Oh, but then then you kind of have to like put up with like a lot of Juventus bullshit, especially like when they play and like yeah. But you have to I, put I, up, up like with Juve
2: bullshit from any if you're a fan of any team. I guess. Okay, why do I want Torino? One sentence from each of you. Go.
0: Maroon next. It's oh,
1: technically oh. Granada.
2: Come on, Sonia. It's Granada. Like
1: well, I can't say it right. Also, it to with the, by with the a T. Family. It's a T. They're they're like Il Granata or something like that. Oh, Torino fans are going to kill me now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why just go for Empoli? Why? Because no one is going to complain about Empoli. We're not going to get any angry emails. And Frozion,
1: emails you could do that too. too. Frozion would.
0: They're also going to get relegated this season, so yeah. oh. that's something to keep in mind. Yeah,
2: so I they need make... more fans? Who, yeah. who, like, who, like, needs people?
1: Um, <laughs> pretty much anyone 10 and below, I would think, needs people. Yeah, because they're all pretty pretty small. Um, Sasquilla it's really, really does it. actually... Really no! No! It. No! Oh,
0: no! Okay. What, what
2: just happened
1: here? I mean, Sonia, like, oh, you,
2: you donkeys. <laughs> the fucking flying donkeys, let's get their name correct. So, it's the oh, fucking see, flying donkeys. I had heard of the flying donkeys, but I did not know that they had another piece of that.
1: They are the fucking it, flying donkeys, and they had a 2-1 lead over Bay
2: yesterday, oh, and okay. they couldn't, oh, okay, okay, yeah, could that, not um, keep
1: it, and they did not do their job. And oh.
2: They're, they're just the awful. Anti-Brighton.
1: Yes, they are awful, and they will go down this season. They will. Okay.
0: I mean, we everyone literally says that every season, and somehow they don't, and no one knows how or why. Like, I think even Udinese is able to beat them, and we just drew with Parma, so.
2: Yeah. Ooh. I love okay. this. This should be its own podcast.
0: <laughs> it's turning out to be. A- yeah. <laughs> um, so, with Do- that in mind...
1: Do we Sorry, get to talk we... about my my new role and the t- Twitter poll pool we're going to run?
0: Yes, actually, that was exactly what I was moving on to, so please take it away.
1: Okay, so the best tweet that I have ever done, apparently, in my life was me saying that after Ian Jekko scored for Roma Today, scored the women. winner against Torino, he pulled off his shirt and he got a yellow card, which is ridiculous. So, I said, "People for the abolition of yellow cards for players who remove their shirt, and that acronym is p a y c p r s which is pretty crappy and does not make a good word <laughs> so we have I'm working on it as well <laughs> We have the hallway one who suggested alliance for Alliance for Liberating pectoral Abdominal." And chest anatomies, which acronym is alpaca? Lovely, I that. lovely. We have Philby nineteen seventy six, who is an effortista, saying top yeah. topless is totally acceptable. Acronym, tita. <laughs> Pretty perfect.
0: Oh, I pronounced that tita. Or tita, tita.
1: <laughs> yes, tita, even better. Sister? And comrade you spurs who's probably a friend of jesse's
2: oh i like that person already <laughs> or your burner account What it's <laughs> yeah
1: well possibly jesse it suggested people for the emancipation of chest sexiness which acronym is PEX?
2: oh
1: so a- go
2: spurs fans
1: after we release this pod, we will put up a poll for people to vote on what we are going to call our campaign to stop yellow cards for players who take off their shirts when celebrating a goal.
2: Can I can I do an addendum though? Can we can we addendum, which is not a verb, but I'm making it a verb. Can we addendum this that we? abolish yellow cards for all players taking off their shirts except for Cristiano Ronaldo who gets a red card every time he does it?
0: Ask the resident Ronaldo fan. um, I'll agree to it.
2: (laughs) Okay, great. Good. (laughs) I'll come up with a good acronym for it. Perfect. Okay.
0: Okay. So men of the post, if there's plural of you, um, men of (laughs) men on the post, can we start re-recording now? And with Ronaldo decided and his straight red card, let's move on to some audience questions before we wrap it up here. You can always reach us anytime at, at Unusual Efforts on Twitter. This um, comes from James Rushton, who's been a friend of Unusual Efforts for quite some time. And James asks, what do we want from football media? Uh, I'm going to be happy to take this first, and I would say to be paid as a writer. That, that's all I want.
2: That's
0: a good one. Which? Yes.
1: Yes, not very much, and we're sorry about that, but we do pay so that younger people starting out, we can acknowledge that their work is worthy of payment and we want to give them a platform more than just a platform to publish. We want to show them that yes, it's valuable.
2: And you also put a lot of time and effort into editing and giving support and mentorship, so.
1: Yeah, and I'll say that I do not get paid, so I also would um, like from Football Media for it to acknowledge that editing is important, that typos do matter, and beyond typos, the structure of a story, the flow of a story, and editors. I've had great mentors who are editors. Those people matter because they can help you move on in your career or even help you realize it's not what you want to do.
0: Yep. And obviously, aside from, you know, gender equality and people equality, et cetera, et cetera, I think as an overall thing, being able to acknowledge talent within football media and being able to, you know, support and progress that talent is super, super important. And I think it, (laughs) this is going to sound kind of funny, but I do think places that have much bigger production, much bigger readership, much bigger, you know, reach than we do can actually learn a huge lesson from unusual efforts because the one thing that we said from the beginning is that everybody who writes for us, does art for us, has worth and we want to give a monetary value to that worth to prove to people that what they're doing is important and we need it in this world. They don't get paid. Sorry. No, but we have each other.
1: That's true. You get to be part of an exclusive group, and you know, enjoy funny jokes and complaining all the time.
2: Yeah, and learn like how to make the password, cat it?
1: gifts. Which oh, is also... oh, except for Sonia, she's not allowed to tweet <laughs> because there have been incidents.
2: Yeah, that, <sighs> people and people will have exclusive access to how that happened. I think
1: I do have something else I want from football media, though. Is that, and this is something that I think we do. Um, fairly well, although we could do it better. I, I want to, besides the diverse voices, which is obviously what we all want, I want diverse ideas as well. You know, we say we don't want the stories about Manchester United or Barcelona unless you have a twist. We don't want to see the same thing that the same writer is writing for three different outlets. You can find it anywhere. We don't want to give you that. Or, and, and I want others to do that as well. I don't want this just to be unusual efforts. I want it from other outlets.
2: Yeah, I have a really, like, basic one, um, which, you know, there's so much happening. And this is still the thing that sort of stops me in my tracks every time, which is almost every um, account, every um, uh, sort of... Um, company that that has anything to do with football that has a social media account does this but I, I just want people to stop posting about wags or about the most beautiful women in in football um I think that you know it sounds so basic but it really um it it sculpts the landscape and it has so much to do with who gets shown on camera um in stadiums and it's lazy and it's um it's boring um and it really if that were taken away then it would be so much more inclusive i think that nobody really realizes how um saturated the media is with stuff like that um and how upsetting it is especially when you're first starting out what what message that sends that's an excellent point yeah
0: yeah definitely um Moving on to our next listener question, which isn't quite as deep, but uh, still good we need l- to discuss. We need something amazing. lighthearted. This yeah. is so good. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Footballers with animals has asked, what would the pod's ideal footballer animal link be?
1: And I guess I'll start out with that because mine has no explanation. It's Drees Mertens with an otter. And my non-explanation is that Uh, I love to try to create random connections for Napoli players that never catch on. And I think actually at Napoli Blogger did this first. Neither of us can remember. We paired Dries with an otter and he's small and cute and feisty and adorable like a little sea otter. So they would be so
2: perfect together.
0: I wish we were doing this as a vlog so you could
2: see everybody's (laughs) facial. I know. Everybody just did the facial equivalent of all...
1: Dries, you have a pool. Get a sea otter. Oh, snuggle him. Put it on two. Instagram. You
2: have to get two so they can hold hands.
1: No, he's gonna hold hands with the otter, Jesse. Come oh, on. But the
2: otters need hands. They just or, do it. or they Dries, can get just two. Hold it on each side. Yeah,
0: he can give me the biddle. It can be an otter sandwich.
2: Oh yes. Oh yes. Somebody please Photoshop this. Please.
0: If not, I'm going
2: to do it. Okay. So do that's it. your warning. Do it. Sonia, what's yours?
0: Um, so I took this more literally and I chose a footballer that has an animal that I think is a perfect pairing. IRL. Um, that's obviously Zlatan and his bulldog. If you are not following Zlatan's Instagram account, get Instagram just for this because he doesn't <laughs> like, unlike Alexi Sanchez, who just like has his banner pictures with his like golden retrievers. like that Um, excuse dogs.
1: me, Alexi oh, like. plays a guitar on his Instagram. Or the piano. No, 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 sorry. On piano. his Twitter banner
0: picture. Oh, on his okay. Twitter banner picture. Okay. It is two golden retrievers, and one of them may be wearing sunglasses, or I may have dreamed that one of the two. But um, Slatten does not do that. His dog just sort of like wanders into the shot, just because it gives no fucks whatsoever. So he doesn't actually <laughs> like acknowledge his dog. Just sort of like rambles in, and I. Kirsten think that is definitely daughter.
2: looking this up right now.
1: Oh, well, yeah, totally
2: do it. Actually, um, I'm
1: seeing if the dog is wearing... Oh, no. Alexis just has Alexis now because he went all corporate.
2: Oh, boo. That's what happens when you go to Men United. That's Jose's fault. Yeah. <sighs> Year three. you You're three, baby.
0: That's yeah. Like, call us. We'll, we, we'll take over your, your uh, Twitter account and just make it dog friendly. <laughs> Come on. I, I, I bet Mourinho doesn't even have dogs.
2: No. Monster. No. 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 Um, yes.
0: Or if they he does, it's like show dogs that you can't pet. For some he reason. has a
2: beta fish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he can be the alpha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> At least we crack ourselves up.
0: <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I'm also gonna Photoshop that after <laughs> um, I have a very busy night ahead of me. Um so yeah, Zlatan e- and Bulldog, because it's true.
2: Okay, mine is um, equally canine and equally literal. It is the just lanky and majestically quaffed Edinson Cavani and an Afghan hound because duh. Just look at them. That's what he is. He's he's a human Afghan hound. Just is. I think, I there'd, I think
1: there'd be a competition for the best mane in that picture though.
2: Uh, no, because they would... Oh, okay. Run together and like every so often they would, one would look at the other and just like do that upward nod as if to say like, yeah, I see you. Nice hair. Just picturing it like of them running in Salto together with the, with the beautiful Uruguayan breeze, just blowing their hair back from their beautifully high cheekbones.
0: Imagine though that like shower drain
2: oh yeah
0: really wants oh. To deal with that. yeah <laughs> no because no. like that kind isn't a dog that you can like spray with your hose in the backyard either no. like no. You, gotta you gotta scrub, scrub to that shit down yeah.
2: yeah yeah it's a lot of upkeep i'm not saying it's not like high maintenance but it's worth it for yeah. at least for a picture anyway. right <laughs> right yeah
0: um also can we are, are we gonna just skip over the cheekbones? I mean,
2: oh, did you not hear me? Because I think oh, I said cheekbones. Oh, did you not? Oh, okay. oh no, I'm sorry. yeah, I'm no. No. oh we're yeah, she talked about the about it cheek- cheekbones. Okay. Yeah. okay, I was yeah, a little yeah. concerned. No, but no, the no, best, no. best, we're good.
1: The best cheekbones in football. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well done. Well, on that <laughs> note, <laughs> um, we want to leave you with dogs and cheekbones and happy thoughts. But hoppy um, thoughts. Are, happy hoppy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Wow, that was really good. What a great segue. All right. Um, So we've discovered, along with Sacker, we also like drinking alcoholic drinks. So um, as our special gift to you, our listeners, we've decided that every week we're going to close with a team and a beer pairing. And we want you to go out and try them. And by try the team, I mean watch a game.
1: Or sometimes we will have a wine or some other beverage pairing. Jessie...
2: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jesse's not a huge beer fan, but I have a I have a beer for today, and I'm really excited about it.
1: Okay, then Jessie. start.
2: Go for it. Okay, Jesse, go. All right, you guys. So, um, my beer. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten to say that my beer um, is from Five Rabbit Cerro and it is called Chinga tu <laughs> which means "fuck your hair." Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um it is great is it for chicharito it is not for chicharito that's originally what i thought it's actually um it was created last year um it is a golden ale and it was created um after trump Um, And so I want it to be paired with D.C. United because I want it to be plastered all the fuck over that stadium on Wainer News Jersey, um, on every billboard in D.C. I want it to have a picture of Trump with Chinga Tupelo all over the place. Um, And if you like golden ale, go out there, get five Robert Cervecerias, golden ale called Chinga Tupelo, and just support the crap out of this Mexican brewery that's amazing why didn't we end with jesse yeah we should have totally ended with jesse I, I don't know if it's good because it. again i'm not really a beer fan but i just feel like um i that bought one actually means, last summer yeah. i bought a six pack of it and just gave it to my brother because it's worth supporting so oh, there awesome. you go I love yeah
0: it. i'm not even american and i and i support
2: this <laughs> all right who's got a beer
0: um, I'll go next
2: okay. because mine is very
0: disappointing so I assume Kay you will have <laughs> a much better closing than me uh, my beer pairing is based on a pun oh, of um, course I like yeah, it I, I like puns um, so what I have not talked about this podcast which is surprising is that despite my love for Syria I actually support the Swiss national team as I am a Swiss dual citizen so when you watch Swiss soccer a, a term of Excitement, uh, motivation, well, I don't know how to say it, is that you say hop. So oh, of like course. Yes. I or like, like a hoppy. Hop in... Yeah. So, with hop in mind, I chose a hoppy beer, an IPA, which I don't actually drink because, as of right now, I'm actually drinking a delirium, and I usually stick to stouts along with delirium. So, um, I can't actually vouch for this beer personally. <laughs> but,. Um, for my Canadian friends out there, and if any Americans can get a hold of it, I've chosen Mad Tom's IPA, and it is a great hoppy beer for a very hoppy team, and if you are looking to look into the Swiss Super League, I don't recommend it, but you can always go for my team, which um, I started following because my grandfather told me he used to play with them when he was younger. and. And it was a lie? It was 100% a lie. But now I can tell people that my grandfather played with Young Boys, because the team is named Young Boys. The young <laughs> Boys used to play at Wankdorf Stadium. I could not make this up if I tried. They have since changed the stadium name to the Stade de Suisse, so there's that. But yeah, if you're looking for a team, Young Boys are great. They're uh black and yellow, so people will think that you're supporting Dortmund if you ever wear their jersey out, and then you get a lot of questions. Or Peñarol from
2: Uruguay. Sonia, we now have even more delightful things in common. That's amazing. Perfect.
0: So, yeah. Some hoppy beer for a hoppy team.
2: I love that.
1: Okay, I'm just... You have
2: to round us off here.
1: I know. Mine's not not as exciting as either of yours. Um, Probably because I'm such a beer nerd, I had to take this seriously, and (laughs) <laughs> Along those lines, I'm going to say there's going to be a rule in which we have to actually match the beer with a game that's coming up in the next week. Oh,
0: okay. Or okay. the
1: next two weeks.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, And with that in mind, the Bundesliga starts next weekend. And as people may or may not know, I am a Gladbach fan. And I... Actually went and made sure that my style of beer is appropriate to the north, west. What? I, okay, now I can't remember their region, but <laughs> the region of Germany that Gladbach nerd. plays in. I know. I am a nerd. Oh my God, a someone's going to
2: contract you to write a book about this. Watch. They habit. better. It is my dream. It is my dream.
1: Um. Anyway, so because most actual German pilsners are very difficult to get here i went with victory's prima pills which is one of the top rated german pills in well probably the world we would say and victory is pretty easy to get most places in the states if you live in a good beer area which hopefully most of you do because otherwise what are you doing with your lives i don't I really don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, it's a German Pils, which is perfect for the summer because it's nice and light and also, uh, just one thing though, Gladbach will probably not do very well because, yeah, they're very sad at times, even though they beat a very low, low, low level team 11-1. 11-0? 11-1. Today. That's no indication of how they'll do in the league, so you might want to try a higher alcohol content. This is only 5.3, but I can recommend it, and maybe you should get a lot so you can get through the Glockbot game. They play, uh, I just wrote this down. They are against Leverkusen this upcoming weekend. They have their own slot so you can easily watch it, pick up Prima pills. And drown your sorrows or become a Leverkusen fan one or the other
0: (laughs) all right that's me advice from our fearless leader here (laughs) also I just want to add if you do not drink alcohol um I would like to tell you my favorite drink non-alcoholic drink of the summer because it's fantastic and people don't even have to pay me to promote this not that anyone is paying us to promote any beer (laughs) clearly but um 7up makes a lemonade and they make a peach lemonade and I don't know if this is a canadian thing or a north american thing so please correct me if i'm wrong but you can't get peach flavored things in canada the way you can get them in europe like in europe the go-to iced tea is always peach iced tea whereas in north america it's lemon iced tea you guys are both looking at me like i'm insane so maybe this is a canadian thing but you can't get peach anything anywhere here unless it's Snapple. but that's a whole other conversation so non-alcoholic drinks i recommend a seven up
2: peach lemonade okay what are you going to connect it to though you have yeah. to connect it to like Atlanta. Any team?
0: Uh, Germany. That time they won seven. Oh,
2: against... wait, 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 wait! No, no, no. you have to connect the emoji it to because of the yeah. Peach.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. So <laughs> take the seven up peach lemonade into your sacred space and enjoy. Oh, I wish we
2: ended on that.
0: Yay! <laughs> just re it at the
2: end it's fine okay. that's the best thing
0: um but yes we should wrap this up now because we have exhausted our script and exhausted ourselves <laughs> and probably, probably exhausted you yeah yep um but yeah before we sign off um we would just like to say that if you're enjoying the content on unusual efforts um if you enjoyed this podcast thank you very much And if you would like to support us, we do have a Patreon, so you can find Unusual Efforts on Patreon. Any money that you can give, um, any support, any sharing of people that you know may have the ability to give, we would love it. Um, We, like we mentioned before, we pay all of our writers, and we would like to pay our editor, who is amazing and fantastic. So anything that you guys can check forward, you know, skip your coffee this week and give us a little bit of cash. We would love it and be super, super grateful. And thank you.
2: And I will just say as the non-founder here, so as the person who has um, gotten paid and really benefited from being a part of this, and I will, you know, pitch an article about how much I benefited from being part of this community leader. um, I just think that, um, you guys and unusual efforts have created this community where um, that I don't think exists anywhere else because we have the safety and the privilege. And I don't think that I get to say really that I have privilege anywhere else, but that we have the privilege to express our viewpoints and our opinions and our questions without feeling like we have to, as we said before, um, be representative of our gender or our, you know, whatever else our minority communities are, or that we have to. Um, defend our credentials um and i think that that's really rare in sport um and that in the world right now um it's it's becoming sadly like more necessary so um you know you don't need that coffee just make your coffee at home and and uh buy a shirt from unusual com because they are amazing um incredible
1: yeah and I want to say that we are also going to do more with our Patreon page and more, hopefully, with our shirts. Shout out, Kelly. You're awesome. <laughs> um, and we are also getting a web revamp. So you could wait and give us money, or you can just give us money in advance, knowing that all those things are coming.
2: That's exciting. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's a lot of cool things coming from unusual
2: Yeah, Phenomenal. Ooh, and they could also, or should also, Follow us on all our things at Unusual Efforts. And there, is that where they could um, recommend some topics, ask some questions, et cetera, et cetera? For sure,
0: yeah. So send your questions in uh, for the podcast. We have kind of an ongoing list. The response has been great so far. So um, if we didn't get to your question this week, trust us, it's on a list. We have many Google Docs going. (laughs) Um, Our whole life is just various Google Docs and Sheets. So they are on there. We will kind of fit them in and um definitely we want to get to them so reach us at unusual efforts and if you want to reach any of us individually or collectively uh jesse what's your handle how can people get to you
2: um they can get to me at Jesse Loesch, and they can
1: get to me at kd Schlewitz. but you got to be smart enough to spell that
0: i am not (laughs) um i honestly like i have kd just programmed into my phone (laughs) um and you can reach me though i don't know if you want to at sonia Missio. and i think that's us all for us
2: this amazing
0: first episode yeah yay and we um, are
2: yeah we are um uh aligned with we are posted with we are potted with um man in the post and you can and you're gonna really realize my lack of technological prowess here but you can subscribe um to man in the post and like magical podcasts about um favorite eleven players about players from leagues from the 90s about league roundups about la liga all of these things will just magically appear in your podcast downloads like the podcast gods have just bestowed upon you beautiful podcast it's amazing so um, that's man on the post and you can reach them at man on the post as well Ciao. thank you goodbye
0: can we press stop?
2: should we? Yeah, we okay. have to press stop. i got I to th- figure I th- out th- where. I, yellow yellow one. One. Okay. Oh, the, I don't have a yellow one. Oh, I have a square one. Mine is a square.
0: Is the square yellow? I'm just going to press mine now. Okay, I'm stopping because everyone else stopped.